I mean, look, even Nicholas just said like a hundred times, Tiger's the best that I've ever seen. Would you all just leave me alone? <laughs> Stop trying to Let me up. suffer. Like, I just want to be miserable. Welcome back, everyone, to Season 2 of the Big Players Only Podcast, a partner of the Listen Frederick Podcast Network. We are the best place to catch up on golf from around the world, including the golf of your favorite big players. We're bringing back Ben, Josh, Tyler, Tully, Colin, and Kenny One Putt. We have a huge year coming up. We got merch drops planned. We're planning a scramble for later in the year, and we got lots more content coming your way. We're so happy to have you all back. Let's go ahead and get into things we got a bit to catch up on. We'll start with some quick off-season updates, what the boys are up to. Then we'll jump into the PGA Tour tournaments that kicked off the year, the Tournament of Champions, the Sony, the American Express, and some of the headlines from those. We'll take a look at the Farmers Insurance Open coming up this week, and we'll see which players the big players are backing this week at Torrey. We'll round things out with some other topics from the golf world, including new members that were added to the Tomorrow Sports TGL, the Tiger and Rory Golf League that came about last year. We'll chat about our highly competitive rec basketball league as well. Game one last week, we got injury updates. Who's going to be in? Who's going to be out for our game tomorrow night? Game two. Thanks, everyone, for being here. If you haven't yet, head on over to Instagram and give us a follow at Big Players Only Pod. We got lots more video content coming your way this year. Also, head on over to Facebook. The Big Players Only Podcast Facebook page is growing. Tons of new written content there. Lots of in-depth analysis for lots of awesome things going on right now with the PGA Tour. So thanks again for everyone for joining us. And here's the season two. All right, we're back. We're going to start with some off-season updates. I think the most golf-related topic would be that Tully got new irons. He did pull the trigger. I we did. Were, we were giving him some shit toward it. the end of the year there, but he pulled the trigger, and he got, what'd you get? I got the uh, TaylorMade P790s. You know, sometimes you're just drunk in a hot tub, and, and it, it's time. It's mm. time to just pull that trigger, and we did that. Mm. What shafts? Uh, the Nippon <laughs> Tour 120-something. Modus. Uh, Modus, yeah, yeah, you got it. You, you know. Why, why 130, 130 grams. Yeah, so you've talked about it for two years. All it took was two years. Drunk what are you talking about? Tub. What are you talking about two years? <laughs> I didn't get fitted until last year. I can think year. of like at least 15 times we've been drunk <laughs> yeah, in we've been tub, in plenty But of I didn't actually tubs. have anything you know, picked out. I just <laughs> wanted it. You say I can think of at least 15 times you've been drunk in a hot tub? At least. <laughs> okay. How many do you remember? Do you remember? Do you remember? People were waiting for Telly's iron update, I think. Well, so, well, Telly, how long had you had your old ones? Uh, like seven, eight years. Yeah, you were due. I mean, you know, this is not a, this is not a impulse, like, I'm hoping to shave five strokes off my game. This is, oh, we have. I've had these irons a while. You know, they're just not working for me anymore. I'm getting new ones. And I'm also hoping they shave a couple strokes. I mean, I'm an athlete now. I mean, Dub's seen it. You've seen it. I'm a stick out there. I got my irons from Tyler at an auction for $20. Yeah. Well, we're talking about Telly's irons. at least 15 strokes. Telly, I will say I'm pretty impressed with these irons. I like the sound of them. They're really what muted. Sound? I can barely hear. Yeah, them. I know. There's a couple times Telly was hitting that I thought he was just taking a practice swing and he actually hit the ball. Now it was a little Clean, cold out, so maybe maybe things will change a bit. Right at the hole. Yeah, looked at the green. Still never saw the ball come down, but at least. <laughs> well, it was still in the air. That's all. It, it, oh, it I mean, seventy percent of your iron shots it seemed like were yeah right around the pin, maybe just a little shorter long. The biggest solid. issue right now is that I a have no idea how far they go, and then b I can't tell myself not to aim left. 
and then the ball goes straight because you know I'm, they, they are going. They're doing straight. what they were supposed to do, and I don't know how to like mentally get over that hill. I, I think the round I played with you, I sucked. The irons were negligible, but I think it just boosted your confidence so much that you were like strutting around, like didn't I'm a fair going to break eighty every round I play now. I did well, with new irons. Oh, and threw just, three holes. I said off on seventy nine. Watch, I called like threw three holes or something like that. <clears throat> so the trick is just get a new club, and the rest of your bag gets better. Exactly. That, that yeah. club might not get better, but yeah. the rest of the bag will. It's all a big mental game for me, and and right now we're we're trending so up. Your strokes gain mental is just through the roof now. <laughs> so good. He's I always mean, been really good in that category. It's surprising to get any better, honestly. Is that going to be a theme of 2023? Is Tully uh, shooting in the 70s? Is it better be. Happen? It's going to happen, absolutely. Never has, which is out. It's outrageous because he's good enough to. <laughs> made it clear. There. So, so never He's has. good enough to. He just chokes every time. <laughs> All right, and then other news. We are golf trip finalized. We yep. got our house. We got our courses. We Colin, got our tennis boosters. We are going to Atlantic City in New Jersey. Colin, what courses are we playing? Yeah, we're playing uh, Harbor Pines, which is apparently more wooded, a little more wooded. Uh, Twisted Dunes, which is like a Lynx-style course down there. And then uh, Sea View, the Bay Course, which is actually where they play the LPGA ShopRite Classic. So I think that one's... Like along the water, more bay side. It should be should be a good time. Sounds tough. What variety? We're yeah. playing a tour course, and then the what is it? Which course is? There's one of them's BYOB, right? Yeah, yeah. Twisted Dunes. BYOB. Outrageous. Oh man, could be a great. I ain't seen a BYOB course since the '80s. Wait, I thought every course was BYOB. <laughs> <laughs> this is just allowed. And then we'll probably play another one. What Thursday heading down? There, yeah, on so. the way up. We're not sure we either. TBD. Bully Rock TBD. Yeah, it's, Bully Rock's not a bad idea, but it's kind of far from AC. So if we want to pick one closer, so we can have a couple DDs rather than driving two hours from the course. Details. We'll see. Also, this isn't until like May. We <laughs> do have a long time to but figure we're looking that out. Yeah, you got to build the hype We're looking up. forward to it. We're looking. Although forward I to felt it. we were a little behind this year. Usually, we have our golf trip planned out like yeah. toward the end of the previous year. Mm-hmm. So we were a little bit flustered this year, trying to get the house locked down and the courses locked down, but smooth sailing from so here. The real question is, how close is the house to the casinos? Uh, Walking yeah. distance from one. Yeah. <laughs> What's yeah. that one called, Colin? Oceans. 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 It's one of the newer ones, right? And the Tropicana is probably maybe a little less than half a mile down the road. And there's a little Hard less garbage right by our house versus the rest of While the everyone city. else is waking up, I'm going to be sitting there with a the coffee plant slots for like two hours, <laughs> and I am all about that. <laughs> so we'll be up around the same time then? Yes. <laughs> house location was definitely uh, prioritizing casinos over the golf, I will say. Yeah, and a couple of bars to walk to. You know. It's like the only house we could find that didn't have noise sensors. Like Atlantic City, uh, get yeah. rid of noise sensors. Like, I guess maybe a couple houses if there's like an older couple that owns it or something like that. But all these houses have noise sensors, and I think it's a racket. You got to read the fine print. Yeah, it was when Collins inevitably standing in the corner next to the speaker just bumping <laughs> by himself. That That's was right. Zippy's house white DJ. noise machine that is just Collins' music. It's different. <laughs> I still think we could have fooled the noise sensors, but, you know, might, might as well not test the water. <laughs> just like, yeah, it, put some it, cups over them. Does it only really, like, set anything off if it's, like, out of the ordinary? So what if you just were had a constant noise right no, it, on it? It gives yeah. them repeated, like, it gives them reports on decibel levels, like, just, every hour. Just put them in Ben's room to say it's in snoring. <laughs> no, we just send pull, them video Pull them off the wall and throw them under the pillow or something. Oh, my God. It's over 100 <laughs> decibels every hour of the day. <laughs> What the one house say in the fine print? It was like, absolutely no proms here. <laughs> we're like, well, I guess we can't go to that. There were a couple houses, yeah, because the proms. Like, some have like tenants in the basement. You're like, I don't want a guy staying there in the basement. <laughs> Are we having a prom night? Are we all going to show up in like tuxes one night? No, they specifically cannot have prom at this house. <laughs> all guys, 30 year old prom. That kind of sounds like a New Jersey prom. I'm not going to all right, let's get into some of the golf that we missed since we've been off the air. We had the Tournament of Champions. Rom comes from behind to beat a collapsing Colin Morikawa. I think one of the more interesting tournaments I've watched in a while. Colin Morikawa looked 
unfreaking believable tee to green for three and a half rounds. And then, I mean, it's a birdie fest out there. The winner's always in the 30 under range. Back to back bogeys on the back nine and just yips with his chip with his chipping and his putting. It was awful. And we turned the page to the Sony. Siwoo comes from behind to win that tournament. So back to back Callaway wins. And then we just wrapped up the Amex this past weekend. Rom wins that. So two out of three for Rom and three out of three for Callaway. What do you guys think? I mean, I'll, despite Colin Morikawa's collapse, we'll we'll call it there. I was actually impressed and almost looked at everything there as more of a positive because he's always been more of a, a streaky putter and all that kind of stuff. I think Colin, our Colin has talked about that before. But, you know, what we saw last year, like he kind of started to lose some of that, you know, pinpoint actually with his irons for a while. He was trying to fight his natural, you know, shot shape and everything. And he kind of got back to that here. So I think that's actually, grand scheme of things, it's more of a positive sign in a tournament that I think most of them really don't care that much about. You know, it's that's more of when they're kind of there, you know, messing around with their friends. We saw Jordan Spieth. You know, they, they chumming it up with some guys that were talking while he was putting and gambling, and they were like, you know, so I think it's all in all, I think that's actually a good sign for Colin Morikow, and we should maybe see him round back into form. Yeah, I, I don't know. If he can't win the tournament when he's putting lights out, I mean, that's that's his M.O. Like, if he puts well, that's when he wins, and he kind of fell apart. I, might see uh, might see that kind of linger here, you know, play a, play a mental factor. He's not going to be able to come back from it. We'll see. He's stronger mentally than I am, so I, I, I have faith. Well, that's not really saying up. much. Of I anything. mean, it's saying <laughs> that was something. The conversation. The mental, this is Telly's mental year, the 2023. He's got to oh, yeah. improve that. Get mental. I don't know. I, I tend to think that was a little bit of a fluke. It's not like Morikawa hasn't won on tour before. I mean, he's won like, what, three or four times, I think? I, I don't know the, yeah, two the exact numbers, but I'm not worried about that. I, I'll be interested to see how he plays this week at Torrey Pines, honestly. I'm not too worried. I mean, I think it was the chipping. We knew that when I was watching the broadcast, and we know that Morikawa does that bit of like that bowed wrist to the top, which is pretty unique to like him and DJ and Brooks. And when you chip, like having a bowed wrist really exposes that like front sharp edge. So when you're playing on that tight Bermuda in Hawaii, it's really tough to chip. You got to kind of, you got to pronate that wrist and use the bounce of the club. So it's not unusual to see guys chip poorly. Uh, but Colin Morikawa's chipping was actually really impressive through three rounds. So I think, you know, like we saw Willie Z kind of struggle with his putter last year, and then he kind of turned it around. I see a kind of a similar story here for Morikawa. Speaking of Willie Z, I was surprised to see him back in action so early this year. Yeah, remember Tyler talked about injury. that. I mean, we kind of thought the guy might be off for like a year. So well, I said he was going to be the comeback player. I didn't expect him to see him for another couple months. And playing good golf, too. Yeah, yeah I think he's, you know, he had one, like, top 15 and then, like, a top 40. You know, nothing, like, crazy, crazy, but... It was good to actually see him out there swinging the club. Was, we were even talking about, like, would he recover in the next couple of years? Like, yeah. it was a pretty serious thing at the time. Like, so that's did, great. Is that what happened? Is injury, injury wasn't nearly as serious I, yeah. as we thought? Because originally it was like, this could be career-ending. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. it was back yeah. Now it's right? like it was two months later, fine. he's fine. Yeah. yeah, I think he got lucky, 100%. I don't wow. think it was a misdiagnosis. I think it was it could have been bad, and it could have been not that bad, and he got lucky. Better be lucky than good, I always said. Always lucky than good. Is oh, the, the other one thing I wanted to mention about the MX is it's interesting because they play three courses there, right? So we were wondering we were wondering how do you play three courses and have a cut after two rounds because technically it's a grab bag draw. What courses you play round one, round two? Well, our question was answered because they play three rounds and then cut, which is interesting. So everybody gets to play the one of the three rotation courses. They make the cut, and then they went back to PGA West for the Sunday round. Is the AT&T like that, too? Or they play Spyglass? It must be. And it's got to be, right? It's the only way to make it fair. I, I found it confusing following the tournament early on because I think there's a clear difference between some of the courses. Like some you can score really well at, and so you look at the leaderboard after a day or two, and you're like, well, this guy's in the lead, but has he already played the easy course and he's playing the harder course? And 
So, you know, the last day it was fun to watch, but leading up to that, it was a little kind of hard to follow what was actually happening with the leaderboard. Yeah, the fact that we didn't know, you could tell that it's been the off-season of golf. We were all a little bit like, what's yeah, right. going on? Getting right back now? into it. In my mind, there's a clear advantage of, like, the order of courses that you play because I think the guys that played the stadium course on Saturday as, like, their third round have a have an advantage over everyone else because they get to play the same course. They need to see a course yeah, and then go, come back and play that point. same course the next day rather than preparing for a different course the next day or two and then coming back to it on Sunday when it really matters. That's a good point. I didn't think about it that way. Like, see the same thing. Yeah, pins are going to change, but otherwise the course going to remain relatively the same. And if you look at the guys that are at the top, Rom had that order. Thompson had that order. Xander is up there. He had that order. I think so. Poston did too. Yeah. yeah. How about that Davis Thompson kid? I think that he was mentioned on our interview with Fulton maybe. He might have said that he was maybe one of the up coming players he was watching because this kid's pretty young first year on tour this kid's got some game and he really held up well under the pressure he actually had one putt from like 60 feet that jarred off the stick that probably would have went in without the stick and then he had a lip out on the hole before that loses by one to rom but easily could have won that tournament in a birdie fest against poston and rom and xander like quite a, a highly ranked field so i'm excited to see what that kid's got in the future speaking of fulton Clearly, he's he's got his nose to the grind. So, nose going on. He called John Ramos, you know, player his favorite player of the year. Comes out already wins two tournaments. Yeah, I wanted to mention that I was the guy that said that I think John Rahm is going to be the only guy currently that I think can get to double digit majors. Now we got a lot to prove until we get there, but we'll see if that if that uh, if that ideology is correct. The the floor on his game is just so high. Like he's the best driver of the golf ball in the world. Like statistically, Whoa. his his approach game like. Maybe not elite, but it just doesn't go wrong. And like when you're when you're hitting the ball that well, like you're gonna find yourself at the top of basically every leaderboard. Like even this week, he won. He putted terribly. I mean, he, he was really like did. out of the top fifty of putting stats. I mean, it's it's gonna be crazy to see. I mean, we we kind of got caught up in the hype with Scheffler last year. Like, oh, he's never gonna lose again. But you know, we're kind of back at the same place. Of like, it's hard to see Rom not being in contention of every major this year. His game can can translate to every course he's going to play. He's won like four out of six, the last six worldwide starts that he's been in. That's insane. Yeah, I was looking at it earlier. In his last seven tournaments, his worst finish was tied for eighth with four wins. You know, there's one thing about Ron that sticks out to me was when I was a young golfer, someone, a coach told me once that like, Technically, the shorter your swing is, the less that can go wrong. And, and you take that with a grain of salt, right? Because, like, there's been many a great golfer that have long swings. I mean, specifically Phil Mickelson, who I think Tiger and a lot of these guys say probably had more talent than anyone and maybe just didn't put his nose to the grindstone like he could have, and he could have been a lot better. And he ran into Tiger. But when you watch Rom play, that short swing, it's it's perfect, right? There's just so little that can go wrong. Like, he can have bad days. I think we'll probably not see him stay as hot as he is, but... With a short swing, I mean, and the way he hits it, his little baby fade, it just can't go too far offline. And Ben was trying to get Tyler to do that longer swing. And we were out on the course. And the that's day. when I start missing fairways. What, what <laughs> Actually, no, like my three best drives. He's, of the he's day. trying to sabotage you. He, he's worried about you coming up being that number one golfer on the pod. Yeah, come at me, boy. Tyler picked up 20 yards when he got a little longer. I don't know. I think I like it for him. And gained seven strokes. All right, let's turn the page. We got the Farmers this week. Let's talk about the course a little bit. We got Torrey Pines, a well known course, a major championship course. Let's talk about who we're picking this week. Who you guys got? We already talked about him. I, you know, we brought it up. I'm going with Colin Morikawa. You know, he's played here a couple times. I think his worst finish was like a tied for eighth or something like that. He was, you know, fourth place at the U.S. Open here when John Rahm won. I think realistically, yeah, John Rahm's maybe the smart pick because he's so hot. But how it's got to be so unbelievably hard not only to you know win back to back personal events, but actually win back to back 
events on tour, you know, week after week kind of thing that he's doing. So I, I just think he's the likelihood of that actually happening is got to be pretty low. Colin, you know, he's shown that he has the ability to play these major championship courses with two majors under his belt already. Theoretically, it's not going to be as challenging of a setup you know, this year as it would be, you know, at a U.S. Open. So I think he's a good pick, good value at like plus 1,400. Now that gambling's, you know, legal here in Maryland, uh, I need a win. It's not going to well. a little cheddar on it. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to go with uh, Taylor Montgomery, a guy we've been seeing on the leaderboards the past few rounds. He's actually 9 for 9 on cuts this year with a couple top 10s. The guy hits the ball really far, and he's also an incredible putter, which most of the people that win at Torrey Pines drive the ball well and then putt well. Rom, Tigers own this course. Last year, he came in 11th in this tournament, and he had a really bad first round. He shot even, and nobody else inside the top 15 shot even or worse, and he came in 11th. So, I don't know, with the good putting and the way he hits the ball off the tee, I'm looking for him to, to take down his first win on the PGA Tour. What an unusual combination. I picked him as like my Cam Young player this year, kind of the rookie who's going to be in contention. And to be a, a long hitter, but also be, I mean, he's like one of the top five putters on tour right. now. Like hit the ball a long way and you put the shit out of the ball. Like you're going to be there consistently. Kind of like Rom. I mean, I know Rom is a decent iron player. He's gotten better over the years, but he's an incredible driver. And usually his putter stays hot. It wasn't last week, but he could still win. But I think Taylor Montgomery, guy's kind of proven himself on the Corn Ferry Tour. Like, I was looking it up. He's played in 11 PGA Tour events, only missed one cut. And when he was on the Corn Ferry Tour, he tore it up. So, I mean, the guy's got the pedigree. We could kind of see, I don't know, he could be a guy that could finish in top 10 in the FedEx this year if he gets quite, you know, gets a few tournaments under his belt. Are you Uh, guys worried about the shanky hat on (laughs) seven? I was just about to say, I've been following him closely. I haven't seen him play yet this year. And I turn it on. The first shot I see him hit is this cold shank into the water on like 16 or something on Sunday. And it was like, oh, that's that's tough. But fact of the matter, Dub I think is he kind bad of bounced back. What I liked about him was he really he really like shows his emotion out there. He's almost he's like Jordan Spieth esque out there. Like you know when he hits a bad shot, you know when he's playing well. He's he kind of has a little little pep in his step. Um, unlike Davis Thompson, who was just completely stoic the whole weekend. Very robot-like. But, yeah, the, Taylor Montgomery I found to be very fun to watch because, yeah, he, he was definitely showed a lot of emotion out there. The odds are terrible for him, but I'm taking Rom. I mean, we've talked about it. He's at the top of his game right now. He's ha- probably hasn't played better in his career. And you combine with the fact that he pretty much owns Torrey Pines. I mean, he's never finished out of the top ten in his last, like, six starts. He won the U.S. Open there. He was gifted the U.S. Open there. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know about that. He did but, play well, but he did get gifted from Louis. This is not a prediction, but I, I was reading that Jason Day does well here traditionally. He's, top, he's third all-time in uh, in the money list here, so I don't know. <laughs> yeah, well, top, what is Colin going to say? Top three last pick? year, yeah. No, oh, Jason Day has a good track record here, absolutely. Oh, is that your pick? Sorry, I didn't know. Yeah, past winner here, Jason Day. <laughs> <laughs> no, the, I don't know, I was just saying. He's uh, tag team and Jason Day He's here. actually, um, Whoa. <laughs> most people might not know this, but Thursday is actually Australia Day. I have no idea what go. that entails, but... Guy um, got some shrimp on the body. <laughs> Gotta think Jason Day is going to have a great weekend. Uh, it's supposed to be cold and rainy on Sunday, so I don't, I don't foresee a lot of guys... Being able to hit it close to the pin, so give me D- Jason Day's putting and chipping. Sounds like good weather yeah. for a guy that's got a Pat perpetually back. sore back. <laughs> He's sorry, fine. I didn't see you put it on the I didn't, I, Did you put that in the dock? I didn't see it. I'm sorry. I was all about Jason Day until <laughs> you said it might be cold because that back is not going to hold up. <laughs> oh, man. So I'll who's your pick, too. Ken? <laughs> Don't have one. You know, I got, I'm I got just you, a fan. <laughs> I'm just a fan out here. Here's, here's my pick. He's been hot in the last couple of tournaments. He's played kind of 
to me, I don't really know much about him, but J.J. Spawn. He's two tied for 15s, two tied for 12s, and, a, and a, I think a fifth place finish. He won last year. And he, yeah, he was at the Century Tournament <laughs> of Champions. And it's like wearing a button up. But, but like, <laughs> he's he's the but who thinks about him? Not normally. He's not Colin a guy that's going to be up there, but he's dreams. top 20 his last five times he's been out there. Kid's hot. Oh, guy's playing good. I yeah. like it. Yeah, absolutely. Veteran. A guy that can totally bring it home. It's not like he's choked yeah. tournaments away. He's been outplayed like the tournaments so far this year. Siwoo Kim and John Rom have been on absolute fire, right? So if Spawn brings the game he's been playing, he could easily win this thing. And he's plus five thousand. Where Tully is not high enough odds, but we'll we'll find him somebody. Yeah, I'm a, plus three hundred thousand. Who's that? I'm, I'm probably going to parlay Charlie seven different people to win just if so the he, odds get if to Charlie where I want. Gets in. You know, past past winner Luke List is also like plus ten thousand. Playing some decent golf could uh, you know could come in this week with some of that uh, riding the high of last year. You never know. Will Zalatoris also didn't mention him. He remember he lost in the playoff because he missed that less than three foot putt in regulation on eighteen. Lots of good, you know, that the field's not super deep this week, but we got lots of good storylines. All right, let's roll into some of our other stuff happening in the world of golf. We got two new players on the tomorrow TGL list. Tully, who are they? Adam Scott. I don't know. Just a second, I actually don't know. <laughs> yeah, Morikawa and Scott, Scott just just signed up for the TGL. It's it's going to be fun. So you got. Six teams of three players, 18-hole match play. These are likely going to be on Monday night and then maybe Tuesday night for for, for finals. Uh, it's going to be great because we got golf Thursday through Sunday, and then we got some fun kind of late Monday night viewing with the TGL. It should be, I mean. We know what network it's on? Because you pair that with Monday Night Football. CW. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Right after like Smallville. After, right after One Tree. You could go like right after Monday Night Football. That'd be perfect. Or right before maybe. Well, yeah, yeah. I think they only have, they only have a few. They only have maybe 15 tournaments lined up, so probably – they might end before football season. Uh, I think yeah, if, they, if they're Do playing they have the an actual game. like start date for it at, at all? I haven't no. seen anything. Oh, I was thinking it was in the it was in the off season, like it was in the winter more or less. But I guess not. Yeah, I don't it's know indoors, when. right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah I don't know when it starts. Season, maybe not. I hope it doesn't combat with with Monday Night Football because I'll probably be watching that. I mean, I love yeah. golf, and this yeah, will be a lot probably. of fun because this this list <laughs> is pretty impressive because they join. So it's now Tiger, Rory, Rom, JT, Adam Scott, and Colin Morikawa amongst the big names, and then they'll keep filling in even bigger names. But yeah, I heard they were getting the big players to come on as a a, a team of six. I think we could win. Yeah, that. that's the pro am portion. We'll be out there. <laughs> I actually like that. Adam, there, I like the Adam Scott signing there because they're they're getting a good mix of veterans and young talent. Like it'll be cool to watch. Like some maybe some of the older guys go against some of the younger guys. Yeah, I worry about the kind of global image of the PGA Tour. You definitely have Rory as the backer, right? As like maybe the European person, but there hasn't been a lot of foreign or international commitment from people. I don't know. I guess Sung Jay and Tom are committed to the PGA Tour, but I want to see some of these more international names sign on because I don't want the PGA Tour to be like just purely American, which well, it kind of feels it right now. Siwoo Kim, who's already won this year, literally it just has PGA Tour written all over his polo. <laughs> that is funny. Sponsored by the PGA Tour. It starts January 2024, so it's still another year. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. We got time. We got time to improve our games and get on the on the yeah. cut list. Tryout. We'll, we'll send like them Just we'll have like American Idol, like open tryouts at each city, and people can go out. <laughs> we'll star search at yeah, start yeah. It'll be fun. America does not have talent. Let's see. Golfers lining up down the street, like yeah. <laughs> Tonight on Fox, Tully Shanks is Ryan Seacrest hosting. <laughs> I mean, does he golf? Uh, probably. Let's see what else we got. So we got Rory teeing it up in Dubai this week. The Hero Dubai Desert Classic should be a pretty mixed event. There should be live guys as well as PGA Tour guys as well as European Tour guys. Any uh, headlines you guys saw? Yeah, I mean, Rory's definitely the biggest name over there. I think that we have seen a, a, a an alleged rumor about a, a fun interaction already uh, happening with Rory and the you know golf's bad boy allegedly Patrick Reed uh, don't give him that title yeah. I mean it's gonna, he's gonna like that <laughs> yeah, he's gonna like it he goes from Captain America to bad boy and you know, it's fine um, 
but apparently Patrick Reed goes over, is trying to like talk to Rory's caddy, and you know it has somewhat of a conversation there. But Rory just kind of like stares at the ground allegedly the whole time <laughs> and just ignores him. And as Patrick Reed's walking away, he takes a tee out of his pocket and throws it at him. Whether it's in jest, anger, we don't really know, but it's just. super awkward, uh, a, a, a parent uh, situation that occurred there because there's no f- you know actual footage or anything, but. It's it's kind of a it's interesting and petty amid the billions of lawsuits Patrick Reed's already. Yeah, doing. Rory better be careful. I Patrick think Reed I say, could sue him. <laughs> Rory needs to counter sue for assault. I think personally, but <laughs> but it's not where Patrick Reed sued CNN for defamation for four hundred and fifty million dollars. <laughs> <Jesus laughs> what the hell are we doing here? He I mean, took all his live money, put it on black, and lost. What do you want? Four hundred and fifty million. Like, oh my god! I'm sure his image is his image is priceless. So. But, yeah, I mean, that should be interesting. It's the first time we've really seen Rory play, though, in the larger the golf spectrum of it in probably a few weeks. Like, he didn't, he didn't, he held out of the Tournament of Champions, didn't bother playing that, which is surprising amid all of the, like, yeah, it's like so these, rah, rah these top stuff. 20 player rankings, the PIP players, they have to play in all of the elevated events, which the Tournament of Champions has won, but they get to skip one, and Rory chose to skip the TOC. I don't know why. It's a long trip. I don't know. Yeah, and and he, he pretty much always plays over here because the European tour is important to him. Yep. Um, but it'll be exciting to see him because it, there's a very realistic world where John Rahm could actually pass him for number one in the world. Um, and so there is, you know, some some storylines, I guess we'll call it there. So it would kind of be interesting to see where his game's at after ending the season really hot last year. This is one of those key tournaments where you can get world ranking points for anybody, right, too. So this yeah. is key yeah. for the majors coming up. Big these for guys, live, guys. Yeah, these guys really need this, yeah. That, that's also a big storyline we haven't yeah. really talked about is the Augusta came out and said, you know, they're honoring um, any, like, people that has qualified. They're sticking with what they did last year, right? Yeah, I think all of the majors are probably going to do that. I, the PGA might be the only one that might be iffy. I can't imagine. There are different organizations in the PGA Tour, obviously, but, you know, I think it's good. Like, I guess we could talk about it a little more, but I, I can't imagine a world where it would be more fun to watch a Masters without DJ and Cam and Brooks and Bryson because those guys, they move the needle. They're awesome golfers. You know, whether you like the decision they made to go to live or not, it makes the Masters better. Love them or hate them, it'll be better to have them. There Absolutely. Sure. Agreed. Also, you mentioned about the number one world ranking. I feel like this is the first time in a while where we are like sincerely, we got Scheffler, Rom, Rory, Cantlay, and all these guys, like any any tournament, after any tournament, it feels like we could have a new number one. And I really like that because it's like these guys have a little bit more to play for. Now, I know there's a little controversy around the world ranking points because we're missing guys like Cam and Brooks and DJ and Bryson. I think they'll probably figure that out. Uh, but it's it's fun watching tournament to tournament, knowing what's at stake. Yeah, I did see like Monahan and I forget who the other guy was. You know, pulled themselves out of the whole hearing with uh, wish, uh, official world golf rankings in terms of how that's actually working. They've you know recused themselves there, so that's still developing. I think how the live tournaments are going to work, but I, I fully expect it's going to they're going to have some level of getting points. And I think they soon. they get points, but there are a lot of tournaments that are currently played that are invitational and they tend to have smaller fields, like there tend to be no cut. And there's a lot less world ranking points of those guys. So it's like even though the, the field is technically more talented than a 140-person field because it's limited and there's no cut, they give less world ranking points. I don't think I disagree with that. Rom had some comments he came out was a little bit – he's like, if you got a you got a tournament with 50 guys and all 50 are in the top 100 in the world, you should be getting just as many world ranking points as if you have 140 players and you have 50 in the top 100 I don't know. I don't know. It's tough. You know, the competition, you always love that long, the long shot, the dark horse coming from nowhere. And when the field's deeper, there's a bigger chance for that. 
All right, let's switch it to basketball, guys. We are officially <laughs> in basketball season. Rec basketball, Division Two, where all the slumps go to yeah, play. Not Division One, not Division. We are one. Division Two, but we still you get our butts kicked. Kick like, Wishing when are we, we going to get in Division Three? <laughs> There's like 16 teams in this league. Deals like cut it in half, put us in the bottom one. And we had a, a pretty poor showing in the first effort, but uh, you know, I think we got a lot of positives to build on. We up injury update: Colin Shoulder, Colin <laughs> Shoulder is feeling much. better. My black eye has gone away. I don't know if anyone else got hurt. Let's just say we my, don't have a basketball. I did finally catch my breath, so that was pretty exciting. I don't know where they're recruiting these D2 players from, but they yeah. got some size. They've got some skill. A lot more than I expected. We have no one over six foot, and I feel like every team we're going to play this year is going to have at least two players over six three. Yeah, but our cumulative weight is definitely higher than theirs. We do so clog we got up that the lane. Going. Yeah. Fortunately, that does not help on a, uh, a full <laughs> court basketball. We're going to play a boxing one with four guys in the paint. Half court, maybe a different story. I think I think we have a lot of promise. Ken is ignorantly optimistic, and you know, a I just want you to believe in and yourself. I I believe myself with my new irons, but not on a basketball. We need court. your mental. Buy me a new basketball, and I'm gonna be filthy. I, I don't think there's any issue with Tully's confidence. I, he gets the ball; he's shooting no matter what. So Every shoot or shoot, baby, shoot or shoot. We gotta prop up some other guys. Good shooters don't miss 13 times in a row. It's fine. I'll make my next one. We're doing off season cardio to get ready for the golf season. You know that's how it works. That's true. Ken did get a pedal pet, uh, Peloton. Yes, fucked up that. One. Oh yeah, that's the that's the other. So his cardio is going to be through the roof. He's done. Wait, like wait, 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 wait. I also got a Peloton. Ken's used his twice. Okay, yeah, three cool. times. Hey, Colin, you got a Peloton? Not yet. You me, want one? me either. You want one? I'll lease it to you. 66% yeah. of this table has a damn Peloton. I've been doing the scenic rides, though. Ken's like leisure rides through the back roads of Portugal. Yeah. I, Ken, yeah Puerto Rico. Ken hops on his Peloton and rides downtown for a haircut. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think we need to give a shout out to the Green Turtle for supporting our team afterwards. Yeah, that's great. Sponsor. Yeah, Green Turtle's our new sponsor, right? Great replenishment at the Green Turtle that's after. True. We almost got a new point guard yeah. as our waiter. He was really trying to get on the roster. I don't really think he quite understood what was going on. But. I don't know if there's any basketball coaches out there, but it is, you know, like 12 pitchers of beer, like usually a good post game. Thing. I think that's the best way to like rehydrate, right? Personal pitchers. Yeah, they were right? small pitchers. Yeah. It was, <laughs> they only, had, they only had one hand. It's kind of a cup. <laughs> one might call it a cup. Frankly, yeah, it's basically a cup if you drink out of it. We'll actually post our basketball scores in the description of each episode. <laughs> 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 and we haven't said our team name yet. Yeah, we are the, the melon heads. Yeah. Ken goes to the doctor for a physical, texts us, and says, Guys, doctor asked me a question. I didn't know how to answer. He said, I took an x-ray. Turns out your head doesn't have a brain in it. It's just a bunch of melons. <laughs> it's the worst dad joke I've ever heard, but I couldn't stop laughing. I feel like Tyler is actually mad. Tyler never responds to that stuff during work. He's like, Christ. <laughs> I, did, I did see that I one. I think responded. I got a hard eye roll, and then I just went back to doing whatever task I was oh, on. Oh, man. The head full of melons. We did find out last night that Melon Heads is almost a ripoff of what? Coco Melon? I was just saying you the know, same big, thing. I was trying to remember what it was. Show. Coco oh, Melons yeah. is the, what is it? The Melon, melon Ballers. Melon With Ballers. A With a Z. With a Z. Yeah. They are ahead of their time. It's it's big amongst ballers. kids and dogs. <laughs> Seriously, it is. Oh, man. Let's see what else. We got Dubby getting engaged since our last episode. So, Dubby, yeah. big congrats, yeah. congrats, bud. Thinking about a destination wedding. Is that right? What are we thinking? Yeah, I think uh, golf course mandatory for that. So, you know, you go away and you just Pebble golf Beach? every day, right? No, no yeah. Beach? I can't afford that. Kidding me? You don't have to. We have to pay for ourselves to fly out there. It's fun. <laughs> I got to pay for myself. Wait, this isn't expenses <laughs> paid. I thought this was expenses paid. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to Troy. He's paying for everybody to go. <laughs> Thanks, Troy. <laughs> 
Those are the two things going on in our life. Uh, wreck basketball <laughs> and engagements. Wreck basketball and engagements. <laughs> All right, right, guys. That does it for us tonight. Make sure you head over to Instagram. Follow us at Big Players Only Pod. And check us out on Facebook, the Big Players Only Podcast page. We'll see you next week.